right, welcome to episode 22 of the Multifarious Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in with us today. We hope you guys are enjoying the content that we're putting out. I am extremely sorry for not posting uh, on Wednesday and Friday last week. Life happens. I got extremely sick for most of that week. I had a pretty good lineup of stuff planned, but, you know, it is what it is. But hopefully we will be back to a more consistent upload schedule. Today, it's just me and Tom. We just chill a little bit, to be honest. He just moved into his dorm for university at Exeter. So we kind of just talked. We hadn't really sat down in like a week because I'd been sick and he'd been busy with moving. So yeah, we kind of just chill. We go over his um, his new lodgings and yeah, life. Catch up with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot me an email at coaching at multifariousstrength.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at salugi underscore a. Uh, check out tom at t.m.henderson on Instagram. This stuff will all be in the show notes, obviously. And without further ado, enjoy. And so the important question is, how far is the gym from your apartment or your flat or your room? So- so there's there's a couple of options i've already signed up for the gym membership at the university so i'm 15 minutes from one camp so the university is split into two main campuses within the city so there's one that's about a 15 to 20 minute walk away but that's up a hill so that's cardio um but that's the one up near the rugby facility so if i need to use that after a rugby training session or before a rugby training session that's probably the one to go to and then there's another one on the campus that my course is on. So I basically chose my accommodation so that I could be in between the two campuses because it just makes it so much easier. It gives me so much more because op- to get from one campus to the other is about 40 minutes, half an hour if you really gun it on the walk. But um, yeah, five minutes is probably the nearest university gym, which is okay. Like the one on the campus that I'll be doing my lectures on isn't as good because. Mm-hmm somebody from a very wealthy background came to the university and their dad threw a ton of money at the university and helped develop like the new sports facilities or so I'm told and I believe if rumor has it he was a he was a shape oh wow that's cool Um, so yeah it was it was pretty cool um so yeah or or there's like a pure gym which is like the chain like a chain gym that I could go to in town but I've already paid my membership for the year for the university. So okay. I think I'll be using that. There's also a gym called PFP that Dan was talking to me about. So if Dan yeah. comes down, we're training at PFP because that's meant to be insane. Uh, that's cool. So Dan will that to me. <laughs> uh, see, see, I don't know how far it is. The, the middle of town, like the main sort of um, retail area is about five minutes five ten minute walk into town so i'm pretty much as central and literally right outside my window and five floors down is a bus station so i can pretty much get anywhere in the country i need to be on a bus although i'm meant to be going to watch a strongman event in birmingham in a couple of weeks and i was i was looking up so it'd be two and a half hours on the train and the train would cost me somewhere upwards of 30 pounds but if i decided to take the bus for 17 to 19 pounds 
it would cost me a lot less, but it'd also take me five hours. Ouch. So that's I'm, a little rough. Depending on the financial situation at the time, we could be going audible on our mode of transport for the for the day. But oh boy, it's it's good to have transport options. Seeing that um, I might have to make some trips to and from London uh, on a regular basis, which hopefully I will be able to do in and around studying. And then uh, Dan's making social plans as well, so you need to have easy access to get up north to go see him. That's good. Are you going to try to make it into London for the, I think I asked you this, but like the FHD camp, functional so, hypertrophy? So I need to double check because, so I haven't bought a ticket for the camp. And if I do go up, I'll go probably not for the actual camp itself. I'll probably just go train in Kings and then catch up with the guys afterwards when they go to Box Park, just okay. to drop in and say hi. And also when um, I went bouldering with Mahan, he covered me for lunch and I, I, owe, him, hands. I owe him money for, <laughs> I owe him money for food. So I'm going to, I need to go and buy him food. At, if not next weekend, at some point in the near future. And also I haven't seen him in a while and I haven't seen Kyle since the Kings <laughs> uh, meet up at the end of June. So ideally, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to go up, but I just need to check what the um, events are like for next weekend in terms of, for uh freshers for first new first year students because i know i've got a pretty busy week yeah but um oh, i'm i'm excited to get stuck in and try out uh all the new like clubs and societies because i found i told you i found a um jujitsu one and also a muay thai one dude I, dude oh it's gonna be lit but um, apparently the university's Muay Thai club is meant to be one of the highest performing in the UK. That's cool. So meet some solid strikers. Meet some so I'm I'm not gonna go in to compete because um, <laughs> I think most competitive team sports all fall on a Wednesday. So I have to prioritize my rugby whilst I'm here. That's like half of the reason why I chose to come to Exeter. Um, but you know I'll, t I'll take it as far as it it allows me to go while still playing rugby and still being able to do bjj as well because um they're all things i enjoy and i want to i'm happy to have a busy lifestyle and juggle those things but also i need to consider the fact that i may at some point need to get some part-time work as well to help fund yeah. student life and i've given it a bit of thought but i think the thing that jumped to mind initially was uh, working on a door somewhere bouncing uh, yeah cool yeah you definitely built for it <laughs> you can do that pretty easily i think i need to eat a bit more though so i can actually fill the doorways yeah what about working at a gym like as a trainer um so technically i'd have to spend a lot more money to to mm. get qualified oh, yeah. so to do so i think you need level two gym instructor and level three personal trainer although somebody mentioned to me and this could just be a rumor but it also could be very possible that they're going to scrap the level two mm. because the level three itself is like fairly yeah, well, yeah it's for both and also it's fairly basic like okay there's not there's not a huge amount that the level two i think lends itself to to teeing you up for the level three if i am right in saying that so i'm hesitant to splash a lot of money on those two courses 
because also at the end of the day, I'm not guaranteed to get a job. They could just say, no, we're not hiring any trainers. And then I'd be yeah, able to strike. But I could also, I had a friend who went to university and then got his level two gym instructor and level three personal trainer done through the university. Mm. So I, I might uh, talk to like the careers guidance people and stuff and see if that's an option. Cause it's something I will need to do at some point because, yeah, sure. um, because it's, it's how I'm going to get into a commercial gym. It's how I'm going to develop the people skills. I need to be a better coach because I can socialize, but the social battery runs out quite quickly. So I think I need to learn how to be better with people and yeah, it should be good. But I think the, the one that really draws me in though is, is working on a door somewhere because also <laughs> Because also then it gives me an excuse when like everyone's like, oh, you should come out and come drinking. I can be like, oh, no, sorry. I'm going to be the guy that's kicking people out for drinking too much. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah. A, sounds like a good move. And just out of curiosity, because I've been looking into it recently as well for how much it's going to cost to get certified in, in Ottawa to personal train. It seems to be fairly simple from what I understand. It's just a very basic information, like information wise, it's very basic. But more so just because it's widely recognized, it'll ensure me basically and allow me to train in the gym. And it's, I think it's sort of, at least the online one is about about $650 if I'm not, that's like the cheaper one. Uh, that's Canadian. So that's probably like, I don't know, maybe five, 400 uh, British and British pounds. What, how, what's it like uh, where you're at? So the level two one I was looking at was something like 450 but that's half that's essentially like half of the qualification so i don't know whether you pay to do the level two then get a discounted rate because you've already done the level mm -hmm. two to then just bump up to the level three but also the kind of frustrating thing about it will be it will almost feel like a fair few steps back to take a couple of steps forward because um i was talking to a couple of people who have worked in gyms in the uk and had to go through these courses and saying like the stuff you learn in prescripts is so much more valuable and applicable. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And these courses don't even scratch the surface of the stuff that we have already covered. Um, but I think the sooner I bite the bullet and just do it, I think the better it will be because then I can just get straight back into like doing my degree, doing prescript courses um, and just hoarding as much information as I can. And then when I'm qualified, I can then do my best to apply the information I have and then hopefully benefit a lot of people. Yeah, that makes sense. I may actually consider nutrition qualification next, like obviously in addition to um, that, like the basic personal training one that allows me to work at a gym. Because I've been talking to a couple of people about legitimately taking steps now to work like in Good Life, which is the main commercial chain. Uh, it's a great, correct a bunch of the people that we know. Um, but yeah, like Prescript 10 has, I think, covered most of my bases for, you know, training gen pop into the, you know, in, in the gym like that. So now I think it's definitely time that I sort of broaden my horizon, so to speak, and get some nutrition information. Because I have my base of, you know, my base of knowledge with that is very, very minimal, at least compared to, you know, compared to my other stuff. Yeah, I think it's definitely something even just personally to have because if you get to the point it, it's a hard thing to balance and it was talked about on a lab towards the tail end of I think it was Killian's lab last week that um, 
about sort of staying in your wheelhouse. And there's a point where if you're working one-to-one with someone as their full-on coach, then offering nutrition guidance is at some point probably going to crop up as part of the job. But then it's how you approach that and how you, it's sort of all the disclaimers that you have to put around it saying like, I've got this qualification. Sure. I'm not a registered dietitian or a certified nutritionist, but I can offer you this advice and help you with this. Um, it's definitely something worth having. And I'm, I'm inclined in my second and third year at university to take up as many nutrition modules as I can, because yeah. I do, I do think, I think it's, it's one of those things that you can't learn on a gym floor. Like nutrition yeah. is, is so much more intricate than any of like the sports psych stuff in terms yeah. of just um, probably immediate value that you can give to yourself because you can build relationships and build the ability to, to coach people in the sense of face-to-face being actually able to get someone results on a gym floor, but you can't in that same time period, learn all the, all the intricacies you need to know about nutrition. Um, So yeah, it's, it's definitely something that would be very beneficial. And I think that goes for sort of any coaches even just personally or just so you can give a friendly word of advice to a client and say because you can ask them as they come into the gym like how's your food been have you eaten well because obviously that's going to be one of the variables that is going to impact their their training on a day-to-day basis like if they come in and say oh i haven't really eaten like the past two days it's been a bit sporadic work's been hectic you already know the stresses are accumulating over those past couple of days and it it's a good uh, gateway into a conversation about other stressors as well, because usually the reason somebody hasn't eaten is because something else has got in the way of them forming or sticking to their regular routine or habits. So for me, the past couple of days, my eating has been fairly sporadic because I've literally just been moving into a new living space. And yeah, Although I still managed to polish off a whole chicken the other day at Nando's with four sides. So, um, that, that was good. The waiter brought it round and sort of uh, put it down on the table said, uh, do you need any like plates for sharing? And I looked at him and he said, oh, is this all for you? And I just nodded and went, yeah, yeah it's for me. And he so was, you're a little louder, of, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he sort of just looked and went, fair enough. And so sort of like put it down and walked off. Uh, and, um, yeah, I polished that thing off very well. Let's go. Yeah, that's nanos is definitely one of the things that I miss most about back home. See, I never realized. I obviously knew it originated in South Africa, yeah. but I didn't. Re- I, but I didn't realize it had made its way over to Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. There are a couple of locations, at least where I'm at, within the city. I'm just waiting for a lot of American chains to start expanding in the UK. There's a couple of Chipotle's in um, London. Oh, really? But that's not convenient. I want a Chipotle on every street corner. <laughs> you know, I, lo- I love Mexican food. And don't get me wrong, the Mexican chains here aren't too bad. Mm. But I had Chipotle and I, I absolutely adore Chipotle now. It's fantastic. Yeah, It's pretty good, just basic stuff. It's like rice, meat, beans, like good stuff and you know us we love our chicken and rice 
Yup. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs who needs interesting varied food when you can just eat chicken and rice out of plastic tubs all day? Honestly. Um, yeah, especially if you spice it right. That's my ongoing battle, finding the right. Uh, I, I've gone for the um, old El Paso taco seasoning, <laughs> and it's fantastic. Because it's, it's pretty much everything I'd put on the chicken before, but just in one small packet. Okay, and, it, and it's it's great it's easy it's like one pound per packet and i use one packet a week and it seasons all 14 of meals of chicken i actually bought too much chicken and i had leftovers so i had some for my dinner last night as well there we go. i think i'm probably with the nando's and plus my meal preps i am roughly about four percent chicken at this point <laughs> Do you have like a like a shared space for the food? Like, are you at all concerned that someone is gonna start snaking your chicken? Um, <laughs> the face palm. <laughs> so, not necessarily. So I got in. I was the first person to move in actually, and I oh, managed okay. to get all my stuff in. And when it comes to food, like I'm not thinking about. And um, I think if my flat flatmates know what's good for them, they'll um, keep their hands off. Obviously, some stuff I'll be like, if they ask, I'll be like, yeah, by all means, like, help yourself. But if they, like, started grabbing my meal preps and stuff, then I'd have to really put the ah, foot it's down. crossing the line. But I have um, ordered a uh, um, little uh, mini fridge for the room. That's Just the room. But also because it's, um, like, I'll keep stuff in there. So we've got three, three big fridge freezers between 10 of us. So I th- it equates to about a shelf each in the fridge, which isn't quite enough, especially for me. Yeah. And I just think it, I just basically thought it's unfair on everyone else if I'm hogging up all the fridge space. The only thing is I will need freezer space though, because if I cook for seven days, I keep three days in the fridge, four days in the freezer, and then get them out to defrost the day before I need to use them. So, but also with my uh, uni schedule, things might change. I might not be able to come back here and use the microwave. So I might end up cooking less meal preps and having to do more stuff on a day by day, which I'm not too happy about because I don't really like cooking that much mm. in terms of as a regular thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind standing and doing it for like a couple of like one and a half, two hours just to get it done for the week. Cause it's just a sense of relief. It's like, now all I have to do with this food is put my rice in every morning and then heat them up for three minutes in the microwave. It's easy, yeah. but yeah, it's all shared space and it's a, it's a really nice kitchen. Um, and it's just, it's just a case of just got to keep it clean and make sure we don't trash it and make sure nobody nicks my food, but it's, yeah, it's good. And it's, it's nice actually sharing with people and getting to meet people. Um, and we're all like, we're all from different backgrounds. We're all um, seemingly fairly different people, but it's good. It's kind of, it's good to branch out seeing that most of my social interactions over the past couple of months have been like rugby, BJJ or articles or anything other, otherwise pre-script related. And then obviously some uh, social weekends with friends uh, in London and whatnot, but Yes, it's, it's a weird experience and I'll be open in saying like 
anxiety has been through the roof like the past couple of days like, I've been super stressed out just because I was really fixed in my routine like yeah. week by week I knew what was coming every day I knew what I needed to do every day and now it's especially because my lectures don't start for another week it's now just trying to figure out what I'm going to do on a day-by-day basis and also with that trying not to just like go out somewhere blow all my money in the first couple of weeks because I could easily do it there's tons of fast food <laughs> places in town oh yeah yeah for sure I've got to save money found for sorry go on just got to save money for train tickets for um for like next month and stuff so that's the only major sort of monetary concern um just been able to travel go see dan have you found a lifting partner yet no and so i don't think anybody in my flat lifts yet yet so um one of the guys one of the other rugby guys really nice guy is called um called max and he he does, he's he's quite outdoorsy and does like a lot of climbing and stuff. So he's he's in really good shape, but I haven't got the sort. Uh, no, he does go to the gym. He goes to Pure Gym, okay. which is like the chain gym. But I'll obviously be training on the university site, so I don't know. So maybe the um, maybe some of the other people who are due to move in might be inclined. But if not, I'll just find um, someone on the rugby team or something to train with. But at the end of the day, I've trained by myself for as long as I can remember. So um, I'm perfectly happy still training by myself. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough to go and ask someone in the gym for a spot when I need it. I don't feel like I need to be joined at the hip by a, to a training partner. I think it'd be different if I was still, if I wasn't necessarily training for rugby and I was training like a powerlifter, how I used to, because mm-hmm. then I think I probably would find a partner. Yeah, but I feel like even though rugby is such a team sport, I feel like I've done a lot of this pursuit on the physical and like training side in terms of the gym. Obviously, with an immense amount of help from Dan, like full credit to Dan. Like I've seen so many changes in what two months of working with him. He's been fantastic, but in terms of the actual day-to-day training, it's been me, myself, and I, sort of grinding through it so i don't know i'm happy i'm happy doing my own thing for now yeah that's fair and also i i've i've had i've had bad experiences with like spotters and stuff so yeah i don't think i could go through the vetting process of finding a lifting partner that i want to keep around i feel like i'd lift with them for like a week and then have it'd be harder than any breakup ever it'd be like listen (laughs) it's not you it's me (laughs) um i just feel like we want different things um and also you touched the bar on my bench and rap when i wasn't even done so and you still think sumar and yells are for glutes so wait they're not (laughs) (laughs) um but it's yeah it's i've had i've had some good spotters in in my times but i've also had some very bad ones so i'm not I'm not too fussed about going through the training process. Uh, there's a process of um, finding someone. It's just, yeah, I think it'll be more of a fact of like, I'll see someone in the gym and I'll be like, they're stronger than me. I'm going to train hard with them or by myself and just compete with them. 
but they won't know it's a competition. Yeah. But victory will be just as sweet when I hopefully win. Yep. I say hopefully oh, yeah. because things could go wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm hoping I've got like rugby. They say it's like a taster session, but I don't know if it's trials yet or not. Um, whether the trials are at a later date and the taster sessions are just a bit of training to get people clued into what the setup's like. But um, if it's not too intense, I think I'll pop along to the gym tomorrow. And oh, well, I'll go pop along to the gym earlier in the day anyway, just to make sure my membership's all good and I can get in. But yeah, and then I'll go in off peak hours, probably later on in the day, probably eight till 10 my sort of regular training slot. But I meant to have a call with Dan tomorrow anyway, just to talk strategy around like meal planning, prepping, etc. whilst I'm at university, because it, that's probably been one of the bigger sources of my anxiety over the past couple of days is just figuring out how I'm going to like feed myself because yeah. I've done a lot of my, I do a lot of my own cooking when I'm at home in terms of breakfast, meal preps, but dinner was always, like a family thing so we'd always go and, like mum would always make something and always go sit downstairs as a family but um obviously that's not the case now I mean I'm gonna have one of my meal preps for dinner because I went to Ikea earlier and had <laughs> meatballs for lunch um and to the avid listeners yes I did wear my Ikea bucket hat <laughs> in Ikea and I'll have you know I had four maybe five uh, members of staff compliment me on my hat that is solid but they didn't get any free food yeah no i was hoping those because one of the <laughs> people who complimented me was um the lady who was on like the checkout in the like canteen area and she was like oh i love your hat you're a bit of a nutter and i was like it's a, <laughs> a bit of a weird thing to call someone who's like she she basically called me crazy for wearing a bucket hat in an ikea but, uh... I didn't buy anything either, which was a shame. It was actually my first IKEA experience. Really? I'd never been in one. I'd never been That's in one before insane. today. Which is, you know, I just plugged the I just plugged them as a company by wearing a bucket hat with their name on it. Yeah. You're welcome. Sponsor us. Send us yeah. free meatballs. Send us free meatballs. Send us more bucket hats. <laughs> then we can expand. Yeah, so we get one. Yeah, well, when you come to the UK, it's there waiting for you. Oh, yeah. It's the bargaining chip. It's <laughs> drawing you in. That's it's wild. It's been, a, it's been an interesting two days. The city is lovely, though, and, like, the surrounding area is fantastic. There's so much to go see and do. It's just about transport and stuff because it's also weird being here and me thinking... I have to go somewhere, googling where that place is, and then having to go on the walking bit on Google Maps instead of driving, <laughs> because yeah. also where I where I used to live, it was not central to anything, so I'd be a twenty minute drive pretty much from anything I ever wanted to go and do. So, whereas here, it's still twenty minutes traveling time pretty much anywhere, but just got to, got to walk it. So, that's what it. A car's easy because even if you don't feel like getting up and going, at least like you're in a car, you can just yeah. drive. Whereas if I've got to walk 20 minutes and I really can't be bothered, then I probably won't be bothered. Shreds. Yeah, uh, yeah, but 
the issue with my eating at the moment isn't getting leaner. It's about being able to put on some size. Yeah, I know. Full, I full thick boy summer. Thick boy year round, I think. Thick boy summer, juicy boy autumn or fall for our um, transatlantic <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, the eating thing is rough. I was I was sick from yeah like Tuesday to Friday almost, which is why we haven't uploaded. So apologies to our two avid listeners. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I dropped like ten pounds in like three days. I was I was so mad because I was ninety nine kg on Monday morning. I was like, dude, I'm about to break a hundred. This is the best thing ever. And then I got sick and had uh, like 73 calories per day. That sucked. So, hey, we're back on the gains train. So hopefully good things coming. And yeah, dude, uh, I don't, um, things have been crazy here. Just like It's been back and forth the past couple of weeks, trying to see when I'm heading back to, uh, to Ottawa. And so I don't think I'm going to make the intensive. It's killing me. It's a new verdict like every other week um but yeah it looks like just a family coming here from from ottawa i'll have to kind of just stick around and help my dad which is cool uh and so him and i will at least as things stand now they could change an hour from now but at least as things stand now it'll probably be and things will definitely change by the time this is up they, you know things will things are very subject to change but yeah i'll probably head back like in the end of november i think my dad so at least i have the next couple of months here to kind of just mess around at least i have some semblance of um, normalcy, at least in terms of my schedule. My semester starts the day after tomorrow, I think, for college. So I have about like two more days of of freedom, and then I'm gonna have uh, some full time coursework. So we'll see how that goes. So what's it? What's the education side of things looking for you at the moment? Is it a lot of online live lecture based, pre recorded, oh, or dude, I can probably find my courses that I'm doing uh, but yeah it's entirely online no real uh, no real live classes it's kind of just um, where's this that's not what I wanted yeah it's kind of just um, it's just entirely in like um, just basically uh, what's the word for it self-run essentially and it's, what's great though is that it's self-run let's try to find this stupid course thing. um the what's what's terrible is that what's terrible about high school was that when i was doing it online is that there's no like end date and so they essentially they make money based off of like you being lazy and not finishing the course and so they purposely add like you know more work or whatever and like don't have a schedule or deadlines to it because they want to keep you on it for as long as possible but they can't do that with college and so it's basically like you're self-run you can do things whenever you want but you have assignments due each week. So you do have to maintain a certain pace throughout, which is great. I definitely, as someone who like just has horrible time management, that was very good. And so like in the beginning of my past two terms, I just sat down for like a couple of hours, just went through my entire course calendar for all of my courses and just added every due date into my Google calendar. So like every week I just log in and be like, I have it color coded or whatever, because I'm neurotic like that. And just know exactly what I had to submit every week. It was pretty good. Uh, it made it definitely made like stuff more efficient in terms of um, just being able to get stuff done. So very happy from that side. 
Yeah, I think I need to start using like Google calendars, especially when I start to get assigned stuff to do. Just um, at the moment, everything is just pen and paper in this here diary, um, just so I can plan out my week um, and make sure everything's in the in the calendar that needs to be. I mean, this week, I also need to transfer all the stuff from my online timetable that I've been sent out for the week into here because I just don't like reading stuff off screens. I'd much rather have it there um, as a physical copy. So it's the same with like textbooks and anything like that. If I can, I will either buy a hard copy or at least print off pages from a digital copy that I can then scour over right in front of me instead of having to squint at a screen. Because even though I don't know, I don't even think my vision's as good as it used to be. And <laughs> I, I just, I, I should wear my glasses more often, but I just don't. Grand prize. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a thing. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting started with my actual lectures because at the moment I'm sort of, like, I get points in the day where I just feel a bit low because I'm just like, I don't know, genuinely don't know what to do. And then I'm yeah, like, oh, I, I, could, I could be back home doing X, Y, and Z. Um and I'm not, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm here for a reason, but it's just waiting for that reason to like kick into full gear. Now it's like, I'm ready to, if they said, oh, term starts tomorrow, I'd be like, great, because at least it'd keep me occupied. Yeah. And just keep me going because I mean, I get on well with my flatmates as well. So that, that does help um, at the same time, but it's just, yeah, you feel like a bit like a fish out of water. It's an alien experience. And especially having the past year, where I think it wouldn't have been as bad if I'd been able to travel because then I'd have had that sort of disruption and that sense of just being away from home for an extended period of time. But the reality is I'm going to be away from home for like the best part of three months now. No, three and a half months more, more or less. So it'll be, it'll be an odd experience, but yeah, I miss yeah. people back home. I miss other certain individuals, um, not to be named. Um, <laughs> and then just to respect their privacy. And um, yeah. yeah. And also, I've missed you the past couple of days, you know. Yeah, been dude, it's been a lonely days. week. Yeah. I've, I've even been like on the train down here. I was just like, do you know how I really miss Salute you? <laughs> That's oh man, it was mutual. That was the most annoying thing about being sick was that like I'm too tired to hop on a call and my brain is hurting. I like I like trying not to look at a screen because I had horrible headaches. But yeah, that was definitely the worst part, not being able to hop on our usual recording times. But hey, hopefully we'll be back to a more consistent schedule. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be normal timings now. Yeah, and I mean. I don't know what my uni schedule will run like, but I'll let you know as soon as possible because then we can get back into the full swing of things. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't disrupt too much in terms of weekends and later on in the evenings yeah. is what we we usually record around this time or even later. So, yeah, 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 that should be good. Yeah, and I mean, we already have a topic for next episode. We didn't get around to movies. But a uh, little teaser for the next episode that's 
probably what we're gonna do next. Teaser for the next episode. Woo! Movies too. We need to discuss Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, it's really funny because like I just finished watching it a few days ago, and then I suddenly started seeing references to the movie everywhere, like weirdly so. Like not only in terms of my explore feed of like random stuff cropping up with the movie in it, but like people that I know started posting it. Like a hundred people posted, not a hundred, but like several different instances of posting the exact same like you like them apples quote. And I was like, this is really strange. Um, but yeah, weird, weird, weird things. It's it's those it's it's the cookies and the fucking AI robots, mate. There. They're, they're watching you at all times you met you say goodwill hunting anywhere near like an iphone or a mac or whatever with a mic built in and the second you get back on that device it, everything you see will be goodwill hunting that's another great topic for discussion for another episode i don't think we've gone into that just yet but that would be another interesting one anyway but yeah that seems to be a good place to end it definitely All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Multifarious Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share, tag us on Instagram, that whole thing, at the Multifarious Podcast. Tag whoever the guest was. And tag myself and Tom, at Saluji underscore A, and T.M.Henderson. Thank you again for the listen, and please enjoy the rest of your day.